and the breathing, sound of silence. Try to reflect on your your own body as a condition in nature rather than as yourself. Not just thinking of the body, its functions, organs, the elements of earth, fire, water and air as belonging to to nature. Get away from this the sense of it being oneself. Seeing it as it is, it's a... Uh, the question is if it was, if it's really me, then, then I could make it uh, do what I wanted. But it follows, the laws of nature doesn't follow what I want it to do as a person the personality. No matter how much I want it to to not get sick or stay young or be strong and vigorous, it it follows the, the natural laws. Because it belongs, it belongs to the earth. It's an earth body and uh, when it dies it all nicely decays back into the earth, doesn't it? If you've ever watched the decaying process of, a, of an animal's body, one way we think, oh, how disgusting, the putrid uh, stench uh, of decay. But another way, it's marvelous, isn't it, to, to see how nature takes care of these things, how they they will disappear and return to Mother Earth. That's what happens to the body, isn't it? It goes back to the elements. When we start reflecting on the body as, as belonging to nature or as Dhamma, then, then we, we can uh, more or less relinquish this highly personalized version of our appearance, the vanity and the strong uh, attachment to our bodies. The body is what it is. That it's it's uh, it's not ideal body. It's uh, it's uh, something that is changing, continuous change, and and uh, the process of of development and degeneration. Not as a refuge in the, in the way of knowing in the Buddha, then we, 
we are witnessing this rather than trying to make judgments about it or trying to stop the, the natural processes. In a vanity, we want to, we want to stop the natural processes. We'd like to, instead of getting old, we'd like to get young. Instead of the kind of hair falling out and the teeth falling out and the vision failing and getting deaf, we'd like to have perfect vision and perfect hearing and, and beautiful hair and perfect teeth and no wrinkles, no arthritis, no degenerative diseases. look beautiful to a hundred and twenty. But when vanity is a kind of, is a cruelty, isn't it? Vanity is, is being very cruel to yourself because it always makes you critical. And it makes you critical of yourself all the time. You're never, you're never going to be as good-looking as, as you can imagine, or as you can always see flaws and things that, are, that, you, that aren't particularly what you want. So vanity is, uh, is a kind of cruelty. Look into the mirror and you see your fa- yourself only with a critical eye. You see somebody that has a, a finer nose or a more beautiful eyes, you can only feel envious. So it's a, it's, a, it's a form of suffering, vanity. It's not respect for nature, it's not respect for the body or the laws of nature. It's built on delusion, on foolishness, ignorance. So the result can only be one of, of misery. But when we see the body as belonging to nature, then we, we can respect it for what it is. It is what it is. It's no longer oneself, so it's how it looks and whether it's male or female or what, you know, small or big or fat or thin or whatever, it's, it is what it is. It's a, a condition of nature. So we can respect it as that rather than judging it on the level of uh, vanity or fashion or views and opinions. When we respect nature, then, then of course, we feel that's a, that's a happy feeling, isn't it? That's, a, that's peacefulness and calm, and feeling at ease when we respect the laws of nature and the, the natural way of things, the Dhamma.
So bringing attention to the body, to the posture, to the breath, the sound of silence, establishing this sense of being here and now. Every day, take this, whenever you remember, just remind yourself of that, actually. Determine to, to, to do that more and more throughout the day, at home, in the place you work, in the supermarket, or wherever, wherever you happen to remember. To reflect on just the posture, or the body, as a, the way it is in its posture of sitting, standing, walking, lying down, the breath, the sound of silence. And even if it's just remembering that, or, and even if you only can maybe catch it for one fraction of a second, that's better than not bothering at all. It has an accumulative effect over the years. And the Panasati, I see, is, you know, over, say, 25 years of practicing on the Panasati, has a very good effect. You know, it's not like you get it all at once, or it's all that, you know, when first one feels, I feel very frustrated by Anapanasati. But over, say, a, a long period of time, it really, one's mind easily, easily uh, composes itself around the breath. Because I've trained it to do that. But training isn't like just a 10-day retreat and then, then you've got it uh, perfectly. <laughs> just the beginning, really, and you, you develop that. And even in bits and pieces, don't think that, that just because sometimes you don't feel like doing it or you think it's not doing anything, don't, don't believe the, the way it might appear because the conditioned mind it's always going to be critical and say, oh, it's not worth it, why bother, or what good does it do you? And But then when you think it's better to do that than to, to think like that. Better to have a moment of mindfulness of the breath than to go around thinking, oh, what's the use of it? Because the, the negative mental states can really ruin our lives if we give them uh, if we give them a lot of importance and follow them and d indulge in negative feelings With your daily life, find out just what, look at what really, where your kind of weak points are, where you tend to fall apart or, or get lost or overwhelmed by things, where you 
easily get angry or jealous or <coughs> worried. Just note it, not, not, as a, not to criticize yourself as a person, just to note where, where you tend to lose yourself most easily. Just to, to begin to be aware of it, not as a criticism of yourself, just to say, this is like, this is where, this is where the weak point is. And then you can, can really use that, develop some skillful means around that. So if you tend to, tend to be envious of others or jealous, Use that as a as as uh, as a point of as, as a kind of challenge to really look at that and uh, and notice that mental condition rather than just react to it and 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 try to suppress it or indulge in it. Just by noticing, just by accepting these conditions. You can let them go. If you make a vow not to be jealous, you're going to fail. <laughs> so be jealous, but really look at it, listen to it. You know, really, really notice it. Not, not just say, oh, I shouldn't be this way, and oh, here I go again, what terrible me, and I'm in a hopeless case, and what can I do? What's wrong with me that I'm this way? And on and on like that, you just develop more negativity. So if you suddenly find yourself feeling jealous, then really be jealous, totally and utterly jealous, but listen to it. So you can see it, be, be object, see it as an object. Don't be frightened of these uh, these uh, emotions, because you want to look at them and, and see them and accept them, and then you can let go. And that letting go is is uh, is is the relinquishment, the uh, second noble truth. Anger, if you. Prone to, to easily to get angry, then, then as long as you as long as you believe, oh, I'm such a I'm always get angry. I'm an angry person. I'm this way. Then, then every time you get angry, you're going to affirm the fact that you are an angry person and you shouldn't be. It's terrible, and you wish you weren't. And so you and you spend the rest of your life proving that you are. You just get angrier and angrier. <laughs> and every time you get angry, then you say, here I am, angry again. Then you, you see, it's true, I'm an angry person. So don't believe in anger. There's anger. And if, if you're one who, who gets angry or has a lot of anger or negativity, then, then admit that as a place to really study and, and develop wisdom around and investigate. Be patient with it. 
rather than to endlessly uh, feel uh, kind of hopeless and, and uh, frightened by your own anger. Regard it as something that you, you must learn from. You must learn to be more patient and accepting and, and, not, and, and not to fear it, but to study it, understand it. We, we kind of fix ourselves with the perceptions we have, like uh, I'm an angry person, I'm a jealous person, I'm a, I have a lot of fear, I'm a lustful person, and these, these things of I am always makes it sound like, like one is uh, all the time that way. Even when you're not that way, you still assume you are a person like that. The, the personality view always has this this underlying assumption that I'm an angry person, you're angry all the time. Even when you're not angry, you're still someone who gets angry easily. So it's, it's, it's just an insidious kind of as assumption you're making. But if you're mindful and you see anger comes and goes, it arises, and, and you can re- realize non-anger when, when there's no anger and when there is. Why don't you, why don't you, if you want to identify, identify yourself with, in your mind when it's not angry? I'm not angry. You don't, do you? You tend to identify with the anger. As soon as anger, here I am, angry person. When there's no anger, you don't say, I'm not an angry person, do you? You say, well, you know, I'm not angry right now, but I, my name, I'm this, you know, I get angry very easily. Rather than saying, uh, when you get angry, well, I'm angry right now, but, but most of the time I'm not really angry. It comes and goes. That's more the, the truth of the matter, isn't it? I don't know anybody that, that's angry all the time, 24 hours a day, in their sleep. So with these emotions, rather than, than use I am and, and personify it or make it highly kind of fraught with, with me and mine, use the, uh, the Dhamma form of it. That, like if, if there's anger, you're feeling anger, then say, there is anger, rather than I am angry. It's a more skillful. Psychologically, that's more accurate. You say there is this anger now, but it, but as soon as it, you 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 apply the I am angry, then of course that that is the trigger for all the self-view and the kind of despair and the and, and that that arises from thinking that you are a person, a flawed and hopeless person personality. So it's not being euphemistic, is it, or, or, or trying to evade or get around. It's trying to be more accurate, so we're even thinking in a more accurate way, more skillful way, not just trying to, to kind of uh, make things nicer for ourselves, but trying to 
to really uh, put see things directly and accurately. So when there's anger or jealousy or greed or fear, negativity, to be recognized, to be accepted, to be seen and known, there is jealousy, there is fear. Rather than, I am frightened, I am jealous, I am greedy person. So in your daily life, you can, you can reflect on the Dhamma of your daily life. And people want to know how to integrate the practice into daily life situation. You're not going to be able to, to, to control the conditions like, like you have here, make your daily life into a kind of continuous meditation retreat. Very few people can do that, but, but you can begin to reflect on Dhamma in daily life and use the, the, the uh, things you have to live with and accept as ways of, of uh, investigating Dhamma, seeing the desire, the three kinds of desire, the desire for sense pleasure, desire to become, desire to get rid of. Mm. To see the conditions you're living in, in uh, more as a, just a, a to try to be more objective and not to translate it into, into kind of uh, judgments and comparing it to the ideals, the high standards of perfection, but, but recognizing that life is, we have to accept the way things are. We do the best we can. If we can make them better and improve them, we do it. You know, it's not to just say that's the way it is and not bother to, to wash the dishes or do anything at all. But means we do what we can, but we're not expecting it to, to fit the ideal anymore. So we can accept, like the people we live with, we can accept them for what they are, rather than compare them and say, if they could only be more this way or less that way, if they were would fit into an ideal that we have, then we'd be happier. But to realize it, that we can accept people the way they are, our minds are, are grand enough to be able to, to accept all humanity within our minds. 
so that it's if, if we've got very if we've got very rigid standards, then we can only accept only certain people that fit into a, a kind of what we approve of and and that. And but then, but most of but if we if we expand and open our hearts more, then we can accept all beings, from the devils to the angels. It's a waste of one's life to always look at everyone and wish they were something other than what they are, isn't it? It's just a waste of time. Just trying to take time out if you can to in the morning or evening to sit. Whatever time you can afford, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, an hour, whatever. But establish your try to do it in a regular way. So if it's too long a time, maybe you know, if it, if, it, if you try to do an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening, uh, and you're living a very busy life and you have family and all that, then Maybe you just, you can do that sometimes, but, but then if you, if you make too grand a resolution, you're going to fail at it. So, so make your resolutions around, uh, try to be more practical, what, what you know you can do, do that. So you can feel you're having some success in the matter. You, you know, you come away from meditation, oh, I'm going to sit every day without fail, hour in the morning and hour in the evening. And, and you've got these grand resolutions. And to reform my life and, and all this. Then, uh, you know, you can carry that on for a while, and the momentum of the retreat kind of, when that wears off, then suddenly you can't do any of it. Then you start hedging yourself because you've broken all your vows, you're going to do that for a lifetime, and you only did it for two weeks. <laughs> so then you can only feel like you're not, you know, you're, you're a weak and hopeless person. So don't, uh, don't try to, to uh, just base, don't, don't follow the inspiration with, with equally inspired resolutions. Make your resolutions more practical. So you can do it. You can develop a regular kind of take time in the morning and the evening or 
or just in the morning or, the, or whatever you can afford to do, you know you can do. But you know you can actually do, do that. Establish it around that. Then if you can do more than that sometimes, do, that, do it. But, but uh, always establish your, your resolution around something that you know you can actually do. And keep going as, as well as, as you can under, under the kind of possible uh, unexpected contingencies of life. then it's like one mindful inhalation, one mindful exhalation, rather than, than trying to practice Anapanasati in order to get uh, the jhanas, high levels of concentration, be, be one who's more, more humble and, and, and willing to just have one inhalation, one exhalation, that's enough. And, one at a time, rather than trying to get it all together to get these more kind of perfect states that you'd like to have, be one who's, who's humbly learning from just learning to be more mindful with one inhalation, one exhalation, then the next inhalation, and maybe you can be mindful of the next exhalation. So you're, you're not you're not comparing your practice with, with, the, with the ideal in a, in a book you've read about meditation, but you're, you're working with the here and now Dhamma of, of breathing. One time a monk came to me complaining, said, Oh, I can't seem to get this anapanasati, you know, just can't do it. I've tried. You'll be mindful of one inhalation. Yes. And can you be mindful of one exhalation? Yes. You've got it. (laughs) 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 As simple as that. (laughs) 